Hey, how's it going, Champagne Sharks? Hope everyone's doing well. Just wanted to uh, do some quick house cleaning, let people know. Go to ChampagneSharks.com and you get access to all the links related to Champagne Sharks. You can go there and find it all. And you can find where we are on social media, our products, all that stuff. Also, Patreon benefits, which includes Discord server, book club night, movie night discussions, show notes, newsletter, and most importantly, bonus episodes. So definitely become a patron for $5 a month at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks. And without further ado, here is the episode. Take care. What up, sharks? You're listening to Champagne Sharks. I am Vita Star, along with my co-host, Kenny. What up, what up, what up? And we have a special guest on this episode. We are talking to Dominique Isaac of Dominate and Hustle Personal Training. He is now my personal trainer. I call him Coach Dom. He's from Gainesville, Florida, an owner and a certified personal trainer. And he says his mission is to push the importance of health and fitness in the black community and motivate people who look like him to better their health in multiple ways. Let's start off with that. What do you mean by people who look like you? Because that's literally why I wanted to work with you specifically. Yeah. Well, how are y'all doing? Um, the biggest thing is because, you know, when it comes to fitness, you always see the guy that's already in shape, the the rip abs, the tone body, and they're trying to tell you how to lose weight. And you're like, well, how can I learn how to lose weight when you're already in shape? And so when I jumped into this industry, it, it pretty much fell into my lap because my cousin who owned a gym at the time, he was like, I need you on board to assist with my strength and conditioning program. And I, at that time, I like, I have no experience in training, no experience in coaching or anything of that nature. I was always his his guinea pig. I was, he, you know, I work out with him. And so, long story short, he just put me in a game and then he was like, you know, with your, with your work ethic and how you lost your weight and how you stay in shape, you have a target audience you can reach. I can't reach the, 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 the you know, the people in the, the, the plus size or the, the big fellas, but you can. And so I, it was my mission since day one to show people that look like me that's big or, you know, heavy set or, you know, just a, a big guy or a thick, a thick woman to show that it's okay to look the way you look. But if you want to change the way you look, it's going to take extra work. But at the same time, it can be done. And so, yeah, and so it, it's one of those things where I want to show people, that's why I'm constantly posting on my social media, like how often I go to the gym and my monthly progress and what I'm eating, what I'm cooking, and just showing folks that pretty much giving free game. And then if people want to, you know, want to join the team, they can come on. And that's how I got, I got Vita. She saw my work ethic, and then she joined the team, and then I got her together. So we're we're, we're working on it. We're what, week two into it, and so she gave me a goal. She gave me the idea how she want to look and how she want to feel, and she's doing exceptionally well at this point. So this that's that's. I have a question for you. So do you have a background in any athletics? Did you play baseball, football, basketball, wrestle? I did it all. I did football, of course. Okay. You're from Florida, so I figured you play football. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, the way of life. The way of life, right. And I did the track and field. But I, it was a shot put in discus. Um, it was one of those things where I also did, you know, growing up, t-ball, soccer. So I pretty much mm-hmm. I did wrestling, too. So it's one of those things. Okay. Yeah. 
uh, a heavy, heavy sports background. And so with my body frame, even now, like now that I, I don't lost the weight and toned up, people thinking I play for the Gators or play. <laughs> <laughs> Which is flattering and I appreciate it. But I'm like, nah, I'm a trainer. I train people that, you know, that, that have the athletic bill and I get them together. So, yeah. I think so, it's important that because of what you're doing, and uh, Vita brought me to your attention, what, two days ago? A couple days ago? Yeah. And I didn't I didn't see the page. I didn't see what you look like or nothing like that. But I've always took interest in people that are into fitness that look like normal people. Because what I want what I want people to understand is, because I, I, I'm a person that I do a lot of high-pressure cycling, so I ride my bike a lot. But I still look the same. Like, I didn't just lose this dramatic amount of weight and things like that. But I want people to understand that the more... The, People that look like you, that look like me, that look like Vita, that look like Mario, who's uh, also on the podcast, that's more normal than people think it is. But I think that social media and, and Instagram will lead you to believe that everybody, every man is six foot one, 170 pounds, <laughs> ripped abs, Bruce Lee, basically. No. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they don't show you. And if that person is that looks like that, they don't show you the work. They'll just right. show you, like, especially if it's women, they'll show them doing squats, of course. Yeah. But they don't show the work and they don't really break down what their diet is and things like that. And that can kind of do something to somebody's mind. Correct. That has issues with their body image. Correct. And it's one of those things where, like like you said, that I look like the common person. I don't know. Like, even as I'm losing weight, I'm just be like, damn, I look good as fuck in that mirror. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he, no, he posts the picture. He'll not only, not only does he say, I look good as fuck in this mirror. He pulls out his phone, takes a picture and makes sure we all know he knows he looks That's good. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> it's one of those things. <laughs> talking to, in the gym the other night, I was telling my, my brother, I was like, bro, like, you don't understand as a big fella, representation is like low and all you seen growing up was you know let's take it back like the shamar moore the oh yeah oh yeah skinny, the skinny frame motherfuckers who like come on now like that and all the girls oh my gosh we love him <laughs> but the dude they dating look like you yeah you did and so then you <laughs> daddy like nah bro that yeah you know the math ain't mathing and so and and let's keep in mind that's also the case where men are uh, falling over fit women oh, and absolutely. most of their girlfriends yeah. don't look like that shit either. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and so we were about it the other night and I was like, I told my brother, I said, hey, you know, growing up, we didn't have fellow, we had we had Biggie, we had Heavy D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. B-I-G, yeah. You know, we had Big Pun, but like, I told him, I said, the one motherfucker that, that made this shit possible is that damn Rick Ross. Yeah. <laughs> in the game like big fella you know what I'm saying spitting that shit talking that shit and then when he had went to his little health issues he lost the weight my dog looks yep. good but he's still yep. a big boy and so when I seen that that's what really sparked me to get my health even before coming to trainer like I always follow Britt Ross before even like before he blew up and like seeing how he is now and when he took his health more serious that's when I took mine a lot more sick I'm like okay this is a fellow big guy Florida boy of course I was about to say, this is a Florida thing. It's a Florida thing. So, like, when you see somebody that looks like you that was big like that and then lost the weight by doing the work, not doing the the tummy tees, the... the yeah, 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 yeah. The, Waist trainers. Yeah. Because, like, what Rick Ross was doing, he if you remember, he was always on Instagram showing himself working out, running, you know, mm -hmm. consistently. Yeah. He still does it now. And so... 
when I had uh, started my business, my brother, he would like it was. I started my business during the quarantine, and that was during the time everything was locked down. And so he was like, "Hey, this your time to shine. Like, show these motherfuckers like you really serious for real." So we used to go outside, even though we're supposed to not be outside. We was outside working out, like at the football stadium, at a at a field, flipping tires, sledgehammer, like doing the the gritty the gritty work that. Yeah the common folk don't see. And then I was recording it, posting it, and like trying to build that, you know, that 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 audience. And then it started catching wind. And then I had came up with the name and came with the logo and came with the the whole pizzazz of who I represent. That's when everybody like, okay, this a big dude. He working out, but like he doing it the natural way. Cause you mm-hmm. know, we seeing shit now where you see motherfuckers like taking these teas and you, you they doing these supplements and they doing these surgeries and people still have body dysphoria. Yeah. So like for me, like I I love the process because like I see the changes daily or weekly or even monthly. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. Like, you you working towards it and so like like I always post in the stories or on Instagram, Twitter, you know, Snapchat. Facebook, just showing motherfucker like I'm really for real, like this shit, this ain't no facade. And so my attraction came big, <laughs> like when Vita was telling you about the whole, you know, we'll talk about that later, about the whole tweet or whatever, but like even before the tweet happened, I was still in the trenches doing my shit. I didn't have to, I didn't have to like have that moment of like somebody calling me out to be like, oh, look at this big guy, he's really a trainer. Like I was really in the trenches even before the tweet and just, was showing people like the, the biggest thing was trying to get my bit boys on point because I remember when my doctor told me before I took my health serious he was like if you don't get your health together it's a possibility gonna be on pills mm-hmm. blood pressure pills and you, yeah you know, at, at 28 at a time you don't want to hear like 28 20s on pills nah yeah can't yeah. that shit and so and even now with how I'm moving how I'm operating how I'm pushing the 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 fitness and health in the black community. I'm trying to get it to where everybody pay attention, but right, my main focus is the black community and showing my fellow big boys that it's possible. And like, I I kid you not, at least once a week or twice a week or every other week, I get a DM from a random follower just saying, bro, I love what you're doing. Keep going. Or like, yeah. Yeah, and that's dope. I, I definitely want, uh, uh-huh. Well, I was just going to say, you know, it's a lot it's a lot about what you're saying that I want people to understand why it's important. Because I mean, I'm a person who's been big pretty much the majority of my life. I went through some <clears throat> really traumatic stuff in my when I was a kid and li- literally at that point my body just started changing. I was gaining weight left and right. And I've struggled with my weight. I've lost weight, I've gained weight, I've gotten really small, I've gotten really big. Um And no matter what happened mentally, I was still the same person and I was still suffering. So nothing really changed overall. One of the things I appreciate about what you do is that you take the shame out of it because there's a lot of shame that goes into it. If you're a person who's been struggling your whole life, right, with weight, then it's like, okay, do I really want to go to a personal trainer again? Because the last time I had a personal trainer, they made me feel like shit. They, They berated me. They made me feel like I was just lazy. They weren't patient. They weren't 
you know, starting me off at a pace where that worked for me. Um, and so I've had that happen. Or, and I also felt embarrassed to the point where I don't even want to go back because I feel so embarrassed every time I go. And there's already a lot of shame going to the gym as a big girl anyway. Like there's just, you just feel, and this mind you, it's mostly in your head and I'm aware of that, but it's real if, if, it's, if you feel it. And I'm sure so many of us relate to it. So what I appreciate about your perspective is that you take the shame out of being a big person because you do want to exercise. And what I loved about your tweet, and I'm going to get to the tweet since you brought it up. I want to read your tweet because it was very, it was just a very, you know, innocent tweet. There was nothing wrong with it. It was very, very, all you said, I'm going to read it for people. It says, I became a certified personal trainer to show my big dogs and my thick mamas that someone that looks like you is going to, is going to shake shit up because I'm tired of seeing these already in shape people try to finesse my plus size people into getting, into get slim quick schemes i'm showing y'all that what it really takes work and i love that now that's simple right what were you gonna say i'm sorry no no no. i was just saying that boy that boy cold with them tweets boy (laughs) (laughs) i told you he loved him some him and that's what that's what i love about him the other thing is and i do want to say that you exuding your confidence showing your body as you do your work is very inspiring to everyone else because every like like you said the the get slim quick schemes they show you the befores and the afters and that's it show you them them days for you i ain't gonna sit here and lie to y'all as a trainer and as a person that's a physical like that's always in the trenches i'm like man fuck this shit oh yeah yeah however i gotta keep motherfucking going because it it's like one of them things where like and my pops always told me, he's like, you got to hustle. Like you got five kids to feed. <laughs> and it's like, it's one of those things where like, you got to keep grinding no matter how tired you get, no matter how frustrated it can get, no matter how upset it you can feel, like the agony, the pain, the soreness, all that shit. But after all of the work, all the pain, all the suffering, the, the, the results are always going to come back tenfold. And so going back to that tweet, I'll, you know, Vita know I talk my shit. But at the same time, I was expecting for no motherfucker to come and hate. But but with but me, let I, me read the hate so people know because I want you to respond. Oh yeah, because you're gonna about to get into it, and I want us to read the hate because this is what sparked everything. So she, this woman, I won't say her name because please, she's not please important. don't, please don't. She's not important. Um, but she posted a picture of him. I don't know how old the picture is. Honestly, you know what's funny? When it was when I was scrolling on my timeline, I only stopped to read the tweet because the, I thought the guy in the picture looked kind of fine. So <laughs> just <laughs> it's, sun was glistening and shit. And I was like, oh, okay, I see you. Little earring in his ear, some shit in his ear. I was like, okay, let me check that out. So it's it's a good picture of you, which makes it even funnier. Right. But she, one she, one <laughs> Summer, <laughs> that's a great thing. It's, it's, it's he's on the beach, topless, glistening, looking like a fine black man on the beach. Yes, sir. And then and then she tweets, "Wait, so you're a fat physical trainer slash health expert? Right. Isn't that an oxymoron or something similar? Imagine taking weight loss and fitness and advice fitness advice from this." And she actually said, "Advise, not even advice, yeah. but fitness advice from this." Get done reading that too. It's gonna be, you're gonna laugh your ass off when you get done reading, and we get done talking about it. So that was it. That was the tweet, and I and that's what I saw, and I was like, "Hold the fuck up! Who the fuck? First of all, who the fuck is she talking to?" Yeah. And I saw, and you're somebody I already fuck with on the timeline anyway, so I was like, "Who the fuck is she talking to?" Right. And then I looked at the shit. I'm like, "This bitch is nuts. She sounds nuts." But it worked in the sense that. It got my attention, and now I'm a client. So it, it, it worked. It worked in his, and I I just seen the tweet 
10 minutes ago when you showed it to me. And from what I when I what I got from it was, first of all, this person don't even know who you are. Secondly, immediately what I do, because I'm I'm not going to say I'm a Twitter expert, but I've been kicked off Twitter enough times to be a Twitter expert. So basically, (laughs) so so basically when I looked at it immediately, the first thing in my mind was, okay. first of all, you a piece of shit for saying it Two, not because not because of you having an opinion. You didn't say it to have an opinion. You said it to just be a piece of shit. So, asshole, yeah. Yeah, thirdly, right. I went to look she at her timeline. She wouldn't have retweeted you and posted your picture if she wasn't just Yeah, she went she shit. went too far to get attention. She went too far to get attention. Post something like that and, you know, it's one of them like, baby, I look good on that damn beach. Don't don't try me, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. You, you went and dug up a picture of me, so that, that lets you know that you was lurking. But in the same right. sense, it's one of them things where it's like, you see me working for real. Like, and I told him, and I when I saw it, I was like, damn, a black woman saying this shit? Fuck. Because, like, yeah, it's Twitter. That don't matter. Right. I was like, this is Twitter. But, this, but listen, this, like, this is my thing. Like, it's one of these things. It's one of these, you know, I'm a country boy. I grew up in the sticks. I'm a mama's boy. I have this love for black women. Like, not the disrespect. Not, I don't call women bitches or nothing. It's just, that's just me. I, I was thinking about my grandma and my mom if I said the word bitch to a woman and I, I feel like it slapped in my mouth. So, like, when I saw that shit, I like, you motherfucking. But then I had said, should I should I reply in a savage way, the the South Florida Dome, or should I keep it professional? Because like when they come to Twitter, I am myself. I keep it professional, but I also try to be relatable. But like I don't want to snap one to lose my page and two to show people like, damn, that nigga really ruthless. But like the disrespect. Was 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 really loud, so I said I I killed them with a you know a quiet response, but it was funny because when I responded, like the traction came heavier. People support, yeah. Me. People came back and and fired off on them. Now plot twist, like I said, that wasn't a woman, guys. <laughs> That's a guy. What? One of my friends told me because they they said that it's all making sense now. It's a troll. Cause he do that to other other women or other men and pull up pictures and try to antagonize them. So that was a man. So when I found you know that's what, not a, no, so hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, so hold on. The, hold the on. picture Let, isn't even of a isn't even the person. That's some he. They just stole that picture. Stole that. So let hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you finish, before you finish, you know why I know you you not lying. Because when I went to that person's timeline, the shit that they got on their timeline, I don't think women would have that on their timeline. Nah, it's it's like. Some some explicit shit. Some, some yeah yeah. I don't even want to say what it is, but it's just like, gross. Yeah, viewers. But like, it's one of them things. Was like, okay, this one of them them troll accounts. And so one of my homegirls, someone like, yeah, that's he always do that. He he's always antagonizing and picking on people. So when I found out, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. But they were still tearing his ass up regardless. Like, right, right, right. The response I got from that and seeing how people supported, and then I had gained like at least like. 3,000 followers in like a... a oh, damn. A, damn. Uh, yeah. Wow. It got it got real. Like, people... Because it... <laughs> and this is... Time to get that bag now. It's time to get that bag. <laughs> Listen. And so, like, it was it was funny because, of course, the women had said, that man fine as fuck. I ain't gonna say nothing. But then I knew it was real when the, the, the lovely people from the LGBTQ community, the homosexuals, it was like, that man fine, child. Like, oh... Even the <laughs> it's official now. It's official. It's legit. You know what I'm saying? 
My, so everybody think you fine. So you know you fine for real now. You listen, if they say <laughs> if the home listen, that that crowd, that that community, if they They harsh. You they harsh about looks. You did. On Twitter, on Twitter I'm saying. I'm, I'm not gonna say the whole community, but on Twitter they harsh. Oh yeah, they harsh. But like it's one of those things where I took it as a as a grain of salt and it, it came out to be a blessing in disguise because it gave me a lot more clients. It brought a lot more insight to what I represent and people came flooding and so to that person whomever you are i appreciate you you know what i'm saying yeah because they didn't stop the grind they didn't stop the grind and that actually pushed you forward like yeah yeah and it says a lot more about that person than it says about you because the fact that this person took time out of their day just to purposely antagonize someone who's promoting their services to help other people. Your tweet literally says you want to help other people. Even what that goes to show you is that a person like that has absolutely nothing going on in life. No, they're no one. To the point to where they stole someone else's picture and put a woman's picture up there that it's not even them. You know what's funny? That this is a sidebar, but there's actually another account. I can't remember the account's name, but um, it was tweeting like it was a, a black woman. Woman. Like a black feminist account, and it was saying all ki- it had all kinds of like weird tweets that didn't make any sense, but a lot of just things that are anti-black male. And so someone started digging it up, and I said, I said, I don't know. This one seems like maybe it's a bot. Are you sure it's a black woman? That don't seem like a black woman. Just just because of the way things were said, I just had a feeling. Right. And then, but everybody was like, no, it's for sure a black woman. Like they were just adamant that this was a black woman. All the guys who just wanted to hate black women, they were adamant it was a black woman. Adam. The person DM'd me themselves, sent their picture, and said, no, I'm a man. <laughs> wow. And he just was upset with how black men talk about black women or some corny shit, right? And I was like, but you pretend to be us, making us look like we're the ones saying the shit. So how does that help? Like, <laughs> it yeah, sounds you ridiculous. Help, you ain't helping. You ain't helping. Like, no you're not being a man. You're saying it to other men, you know? So people on, you know, online, they have these weird ideas and I don't quite get it, but to go online purposely to antagonize and to harass someone, yep. that makes no sense to me. Like, I can see if you had harassed this person or you did something to, you know, to them personally, maybe I could see that. But you hadn't done anything. You just promoted your services. Which, by the way, your logo is awesome. He, his logo is like, if you guys want to see it, what's the website so people can go? Is it dominateandhustle.com? It's, you can go to my Instagram and uh, coach... Uh, Where's my Instagram? Hold on. Let me get together. Hold on. Uh, my Instagram is coach underscore Dom, D-H. And it's it's all over the place. It's, it's everywhere. I, I try to make it to where whenever I post a video, I, I make sure I put my logo in the beginning or at the end. Yeah, that logo is awesome. It's just a show like... It's, Describe it for them. Describe it for the listeners. It's a, a big guy. With the gut, with the big arms and the, and the big, <laughs> it, it it's it was no let me, he man he don't know how to describe shit. Let me describe it better. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a it's how this is what I was like. Listen, how men you ask them to describe something to keep it super simple. That is not <laughs> the best way to describe this. It's a silhouette of a man who has big buff muscular arms yeah. and his arms are he's flexing those muscles and the guts still a little bit round like still not 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 a big pop belly but a little belly there so it looks more realistic and, and i love what i love about the logo is that it emphasizes it like it's purposeful it's representation it matters and so when it comes to that like i just show my people like i think is i think the most the most important thing is um when you talk about fitness and it's like 
I always tell people, I always describe, they say, you know, you talk to a woman and they say, well, describe yourself. I said, well, you know who Ezekiel Elliott is? Yeah. No, well, Google him. That's what I'm built like. You know what I'm saying? I've had a running back build my whole life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've never been 170, uh, 138 pounds, probably in like eighth grade or something like that. And but Kenny is a very healthy person. He, I try to be as healthy as possible. He, now I He tell rides people, his bike like every damn day. Yeah, yeah. And I tell people this all the time. Now, I do like a donut every now and then. Don't let me lie to you. But I, 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 <laughs> but but I don't doesn't? drink. I don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? And I try to do... Because the thing about it is when you talk about fitness to the average Joe, like so... Dom has played play football. I played football all the way up until college. Yep. Um, but the average person, like my sister, my sister has never played sports. And she has weight issues, battles with her weight. So she went and got one of those, um, what is the name of that bike? It's real popular. People, you buy them on Amazon. Peloton? Peloton. No, not the Peloton. It's, 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 uh, it's, uh, it's another name. So she started doing that. You know what I'm saying? And I, told, I would tell her, just as long as you do something. I don't give a damn if you start out by just looking at the bike. Maybe looking at it might get you on it the next day. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing I'm not, because I, see, because I don't have the patience like you would because I grew up as an athlete and my mind, and Vita can tell you this, my mind is real straightforward. You know what I'm saying? Either you is or you ain't. But that's the way I was raised as an athlete playing, especially playing a sport like football. You know what I'm saying? You really don't have time for an excuse or time to explain anything. No, you going to do it or you not. So for me, when I see someone like you doing, I'm going to promote you because you got way more patience than me. Because I've had friends come over. They come over to my house and I say, oh, yeah, bring your bike. And then we start riding. And then, you know, I, I do 10 miles in this place called Powell Butte. I live in Portland, Oregon. Yep. And I'll do 10 miles. And then Powell Butte is about 11 and a half miles there and back. Yeah, I'm used to it. And I think that it's that small. But someone else that doesn't do it a lot, we get halfway they're like all right man i'm good i'm like man, what you mean you good man come on man then they're like damn kenny man you gonna let me i'm choosing not to do this bro would you just let me do my five miles and call it a day my mind don't work like that my mind my mind works like if you die on this bike then at least you die for a worthy cause that's just how my mind works <laughs> but, yeah and, and, and you know i think saying? you in the understanding is that that sort of thinking doesn't work for everyone. It doesn't people, at all. And, and on top of that, some people, even if they did think that way, some people actually don't know their limits and put themselves in more danger trying right. to do the most. Because I, right? I know my limits. I know my yeah, limits. Exactly. But I feel like I'm out. Sometimes when we get going, I'll feel like I'm helping them by making them just go that extra mile when I have to realize that everybody don't have that extra mile, or at least not today. <laughs> right. Maybe tomorrow, but not today. But in my mind, I'm like, no, nigga, we going and. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I tell this to Mario, because me and Mario will be going back and forth about this. The 17-year-old athlete in my brain is still there. Yeah. And I'm 40. Yeah. So I'm always looking for an edge to compete against myself. But I have to remember, I can compete against myself. I don't need to drag anyone else into this bullshit race that I'm on. Nope. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the, um, that's I, crazy that you said that because anybody who I talk to, you know, or get involved with, they're always like, you always working out. Why you do this? I'm like, one, it's my it's my career. But yeah. at the same time, like, I was doing this before you, and I'm probably do this after you. Right. <laughs> right. One of those things were like, like I told Vita when we first met, I said, the gym for me is my sanctuary. Like, this is what keeps me out of trouble. This is what keeps me like with a level head. If I if something's bothering me, like, I go to the gym. Like, I'll go at least from Monday to Friday or Saturday or Sunday. But it's like one of those things where it's like, this is me, this is what I do. Like, but 
I go to the gym not to 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 people go to the gym now to just to take pictures and, and get, take pictures. Yeah, 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 twerking and taking pictures. Yeah, yeah, all that shit. So like for me, I'm in the gym for like at least an hour, or two hours, like trapping for real, like putting in work. And it's one of those things where like if I got something on my mind or if I want to hear a new album, I test it out in the gym. And so it's like like you said that whole me is me versus me. And when you try to bring people along. Like they can't keep up. No, <laughs> it's it's not like one of them. Like you slowing me down, but like I like okay. Now you see why I'm in the truck because they people are every time I smile to the gym. Damn, this shit hard. I mean, to you it's hard. To me, yeah, this is like right. I, the only the only reason why I stopped going to a gym is because of COVID. That's the only reason why I stopped going. I ended my 24 hour fitness membership and I got a bike. And now I just go hard on a bike. You know what I'm saying? And I don't do this. And I'm, I don't know if you think the same way, but I don't do this to lose weight. I don't do this for any of those things. I do this to feel good. And I do this because I always tell myself, I'll know how my, my uh, I'll know how good I'm feeling when I, how my clothes fit. Correct. You know what I'm saying? My clothes fit it because you get on that scale, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. That scale is a lie. I'm a soft guy. Like I lift heavy ass weights. Like I, I have more muscle tone than. than right. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't, I don't hop on a skip. Like, oh, I'm gonna be 200 pounds a day. No, Mm-mm. I'm no. 11, 320 solid. I'm not gonna that, be 200 pounds. That, uh, right, right. Unle- I wanna go ahead. I, I just really, really feel like you guys are both saying dope shit. And what happens with people who say dope shit? Um, they don't realize they're saying dope shit when they're saying it. So I have to stop you guys and point out some things that you guys have said that I think is really important. Um, One of those things is it's important to know your pace and go at your pace. And you don't try to keep up with people. I I would never go to the gym with someone who I know bikes 10 miles. Like I'm not doing that shit. I I know I don't (laughs) bike no damn 10 miles. You know what I mean? Like I did, I did a, a I've, I've, and I've done things specifically. Like I've done something called Sick La Via. That's a like a, about a ten to eleven mile ride from Union Station in LA all the way down to Venice Beach. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> um, actually, I think it's actually I think it's twenty miles. That's that like back. twenty it's miles. About, yeah, it's about twenty miles. I did that. I've done five uh, k's. So I've done things for events or whatever. But that's not my lifestyle, right? So I would never put myself in a position to be with someone who I know I can't keep up with. That's one thing. The other thing is um, using that time for yourself. Because I heard uh, you say, Dom, if you, if you need to work something out or if you want to listen to something, you want to listen to a new album, you use that as your time yep. instead of looking at it as just uh, something you're doing to get, like, you know, like Kenny said, it's not about losing weight or all that stuff. It's about how do I feel good in my body and how do I use this time for me? And I think that mentality changes how you approach exercise because the goal is just to get you to exercise and get healthy. Whether or not you look a certain way or you um, uh, meet a certain weight on the scale is irrelevant if you don't feel good in your own body. Right. So I just wanted to highlight that you guys are saying these really dope things. And I want people to know, like, these are important things to remember when you're going, when you're approaching uh, a new a new idea around your body. Like, are you trying to go into fitness and eat healthier? And, and not only that, I want to get I want to get something straight, too, because a lot of men don't talk about this. We see the stuff on Instagram and don't let a dude tell you that it doesn't affect their psyche when they see a dude that's, you know, 192 pounds. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Rip. Don't don't think don't think that that doesn't play into a dude's psyche because it does. You know what I'm saying? But you have to look. I, and it bothered it, it has bothered me before. But then I had to think to myself, like, okay, 
That's what's I don't I don't know that person's story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That for all I know, that dude's on steroids. Yeah, I don't or, even know. And, and keep in mind now, they or it's just all those genetics. guys get no. All the, a lot of those guys get lipo now. People don't realize oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of what you're seeing is not real. Stop telling. You know what I hate when people show me a celebrity if they if they look how they haven't aged, nigga. That's not their real face. Like this. You're like Angela Bassett. She's like 113, and they keep right. saying she She's still a, look 35. Of course she does. She has all. She, she has the best, the best trainers and yep. surgeons, yep. and uh, you know people to fill her skin in with all types of shit. Like like people need to stop comparing themselves to other people anyway. Like a lot of those models that we see, they did not work their way to that body. They all got surgery. Those those are literally BBL. Yeah, you know what's funny? I ha- I saw something on Instagram. And this is a girl that I, I don't know her, but um, she's fine in a motherfucker. I will say that. But she does. There's a new type of surgery that they do where they use these. Um, I don't know, Dominic. You probably seen this. Be Dominic. You seen this before? Where they use this? It's like a. I don't know if it's electricity or something that they put on their stomach. Yeah, I see. And it helps them grow. It helps the abs become oh, yeah, abs. And it's yeah. like you don't have to put in as much work in the gym. Really, you just got to have some genetics, really. And then they use these to make your abs seem more uh, formed, or, or I guess you want to call it. Yeah, them, that all that technology, the medicine, all that shit, that's cute. But one thing about that father time, he going to when it's time. Right. It's true. When I... Like how you saying about you get discouraged, you get like bent out of shape when you see somebody that's like one ninety and real. I was like that in the beginning phases of my of my trap, right. like trapping out my my business and also working out my own fitness. But like as I kept going along, like man, nobody can outwork me. They maybe they maybe exactly they may be, yeah. Maybe yep, motherfucker, you can't outwork me. Like yep, yep, yep. Lift you. And probably last in the gym longer than you than you think you could. Like they like when I go to the gym. It'd be funny because, like, when I go to the squat rack or whatever, and I'm putting on, like, three, four plates and be, like, them little skinny, you know, Caucasians looking at me. I'm like, baby, this this is a certified weightlifter. I, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't do no YouTube tutorials. Like, this shit is, like, nitty-gritty. Like, and so you, you see the people in the gym or any anywhere with the, the skinny legs and the, the big upper body, like, yeah, you, you popping yep. some kind of, you know. So kind of supplement. Right. And like when they see me, like my my build is like, I'm a solid guy. I'm tall, but I'm also so like my legs match my body. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's important. But let's, like, let's I, talk about like, let's talk about some of these. I, I think we're touching on something really important. I, I think we should talk talk about some of these myths around um our bodies and what we think they should look like or what they can look like. Because I think I saw a tweet the other day. It was an older woman. She was beautiful, beautiful older woman. She had to be maybe 60, 70. I don't know. But she was gorgeous, beautiful woman, beautiful body. And she had a beautiful shape. Mm-hmm. And then she, and then her comment, she says, you guys don't need BBLs. You're just lazy or something like that. The older lady? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful body. That, but I, but um, That's my follower. She, she good people. But she called. She good people. She caught flat because, of course, she called out the BBL community and all. The- it, which is which is fine, <laughs> yeah, that's- but but this is the thing, which is fine. But this is my problem I have with her tweet though, because one, you no matter how much exercise you do, 
Correct. Or how much you you may not look like her. That's just the reality. Yeah, that's Everybody true. doesn't Absolutely. have that body shape. Yeah. People get bought BBLs to change their body shape because they're not happy with themselves. They may not even get it to lose weight. That's more of a look thing. BBL. Right. In fact, yeah. a lot of skinny girls get BBLs because they don't have the hips and the butt and the thighs and the breasts like a lot of like the thicker models, right? So there's no exercise that's going to make your breasts bigger. That's just not reality, right? So that was my only problem with it. I did understand her, what I think she was trying to get at, which is we should be focusing on our, our natural health and natural bodies and exercising. I think that was her point. However, that's what I mean when I talk about, the, you know, your message and how you say it makes a big difference. The way you talked about getting health, getting healthy made me want to work with you. If she was a trainer, I would have blocked her. Yeah. Right. Not that she's a bad person. Not that I don't think her intentions were good, but I don't like to me. It's like, is it that I'm lazy or that I'm, I've tried really, really hard? Or maybe don't you know. don't know how. You don't know how many, right. people, you understand right. how many exactly. people don't know how to work out. You'll be surprised. Right. Or that they've tried and they've tried. And because they don't know how, they're not getting the results. Right. Because nobody taught. I didn't know about nutrition or what food does to you until recently. Yeah. Like I was just I just I've been reading a book. I talk about it all the time by Sean Stevenson called Eat Smarter. That was the first time I realized that there's actual foods that you can eat that do specific things to your body and that our gut health is super important. I didn't know any of this stuff yeah. and, I didn't, and I didn't know how it contributed to weight loss because I always, all I knew was you, you just have to look skinny. I didn't know anything about nutrition. I didn't know anything about health. So here I am doing things and not getting the results I want. I might get them temporarily. I would get them for maybe, maybe I get it for a year. But after that, I'm back to where I was because I, I tried. So it's not that people are lazy. And I think that's a really unfair thing to say to people because a lot of people are trying. I go to the gym all the time. All shapes and sizes are at the gym. Yeah. And then you go later in the year, you see less people at the gym. Not because they didn't try, because they did try. And they're not getting what they, the results that they want because they don't know how. Funny you say that because, bro, like, like this morning I went to the gym. I go to the gym, eat the crack, the crack of dawn or around this time of night, late at night. And it's always upsetting that I don't see, not necessarily they got to be in there, like, oh, everybody comes to the gym, but like, it's more of, you know, than it is. But that got to be location, because all the gyms I've been to are literally majority black. And I live in LA. Location, yeah. You just, yeah. Well, I live- Living in LA is like one of those, yeah, like, super fit places. <laughs> I, just, I just thought about that. We have a different culture here in general than Florida. So you might have a good point. Yeah. yeah. Right. See, because I know if I came to L.A., man, I'll fuck that shit up for real. I would <laughs> tell down. L.A. is super, like, you know, health and fitness sort of culture. So, yeah. But, like, I live in a, in a small city. But it's like you see more of my people going to, like, you know, the crab spots, you know, the, the chicken joints. And then you see them on the timeline on Facebook saying, I want to lose weight. I want to get healthy. And then they see you do what you do. They be like, I want to do, do what you do. I want to join your team, whatever. Like, all right, here go the situation. And then they like, you work out every day? I'm like, yeah. Oh, I can't do that. I'm like, well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But like, I had a new client this, this morning, well, afternoon rather. And we were just talking. And she was like, you do this every day? I'm like, yeah. Like, this is my, this is my, I call it my trap. Like, I, I love it. This is what I do. Like, and I, I'm, I'm always, I'm always, I'm always in the gym. I'm always working out. I'm always doing something to contain the fitness. Or, like Kenny said, like, I do this for me, not for no, to, to look good or to, like, lose these, uh, crazy amount of weight. Cause, like, people be so caught up in, 
you know, I had somebody tell me, I want to lose 75 pounds. I'm like, you sure? Are you sure? Because yeah. you ain't got to lose all that weight to be considered healthy. You can drop, yeah. you can drop five to 10 pounds and be straight. Like they don't understand. They don't understand that when you, first of all, you're going to lose a lot of water weight, but secondly, they don't understand that more than just going to the gym, you got to change your diet. You got to change your mindset. So it's best to ch- take baby steps first. It's a, you know what I'm saying? And I tell people like, bro, listen, this is a whole, you have to really live, eat yeah. and shit. Yep fit like you just can't hop in the gym monday stop tuesday sometime it on wednesday don't Mm -hmm. go thursday and (laughs) and then half ass it friday and be like i worked out the fuck you didn't you know what i'm saying you 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 played yourself and you can't bust down those chicken wings and no no fried rice and be like Mm -hmm. you have to work this off tomorrow no you can't because you you can't even work that off no you can't (laughs) so it's like i see people like people ask me like I have my cheat days where I go and bust down some wings and pizza because I I have built that capacity where I can work. I work out at least two times a day. It won't hurt me as bad as a person that, that just started working out. And so like it's people out here who have this ideal number, like, I wanna lose fifty pounds by by September or by by, by November. And I tell folks I'm like I mean, like, like, like Vita told me, I want to lose a lot of weight. I said, girl, you ain't got to lose all that damn weight. <laughs> you ain't. <Mm-mm>. No. <laughs> and I told her, like, all you want, all you have to do is just stay consistent. You're going to see the difference. You're going to feel the difference before you see the difference. You're going right. to feel more energized. You're going to be, like I told her, I said, you want to be at your radio shows or your, your stations or at, at any event. Ain't gonna be energized. And yeah, I, you know, I get. I gave her a challenge, and she been doing. She been doing really well. And I said, "Your ass gotta eat." Yeah, you gotta <laughs> eat. Hard part. Yeah, you so gotta that's where eat. I struggle. So that's where I struggle. You don't eat. And I, that's like, <laughs> so when we first met, I like, do you eat? Well, I don't eat breakfast. I don't eat lunch. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And so I told. Her, I gave her a chance. Hey, you, your ass better eat breakfast. Eat breakfast or eat lunch. lunch. And if you don't, I'm going to bust your ass on Sunday. And she be sending me stuff. But it's, it's one of those things where, like, you have to really live this shit for real. Like, you got to really, like, like you have to, it has to be your life. Like, anybody going to, and I told I her. Showed, I showed you my refrigerator. She did. And so, like, I, I tell people, even her, I was like, it's going to be people going to tell you you can't do it. Why you doing mm-hmm. this shit? You know, you're wasting your time. And then as you're progressing and losing weight, oh, you look good. What you doing? The same shit y'all Well, about. let's be real. Sometimes people not saying it. We saying it to ourselves. Let's oh, yeah, say, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, we, 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 say, we, we, say, we say it to ourselves, too. Yeah. It's critics. You, you yeah. in the mirror like, man, you ugly as fuck. Man, I know, bro. I know I am. It's like, really? You're not. you just having that. No moments like, man, is all this worth it? Or, you know, I want to. Go ahead. I also, you know, because I, I was talking about the myths before, but there was another myth I wanted to talk about, which was this thing around, like, you, talk, you guys talked about the scale, but even understanding the BMI chart. So I actually oh, believed yeah. in a lot of those things because pe- and people repeat it like it's true, right? Like, you'll have your, what's that Jillian Michaels type of person who pushes a lot of this nonsense? Because she has a certain body type, and so she just assumes, I guess, everybody can have that body type, which I think is pretty ridiculous. Um, but... You know, this idea that we have to rely on these charts and this and these scales and the reality is that doesn't tell us anything. One thing I recommend that people do is something I started doing. I get a physical mm-hmm. every six months 
And then if I, if I especially if I know I'm going to start a new regimen, a new nutrition regimen, new exercise regimen, I get a physical. So I can see other things that are changing other than my weight. What does my cholesterol look like? What does my blood pressure look like? Right. What does my insulin look like? Check those hypo, so check for hypoglycemia and all these types of things. Right. Um, I have other things that I, I check on because I have other situations. But, you know, even even my depression, they, they swab my mouth and they check for my cortisol. And like I talked to you guys about that, about chemical depression. And so when they check my cortisol levels and all these things literally change with your diet and exercise and sleep. That's another one. And I'm struggling with that one, too. But yeah, I, I but, sleep. My, my, you, you know me. My sleeping habits are horrible. Man, we be getting we be in the group text. This motherfucker's talking to himself at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I be up late at night. I have a homegirl that lives in Miami. I thought it was just me, but like, I can't sleep at all, guys. And like, I don't sleep. It, it don't be nothing bothering me. The people are like, what's wrong? Like, nothing. I just be up. And yeah. That's the thing. Well, our, our circadian rhythms are off. When I don't have uh, morning clients, like tomorrow morning, like tomorrow I have a free day. I probably won't go to sleep tonight until about like, what time is it? Nine o'clock? 10, 10 o'clock? I probably won't touch the bed or lay, like go to sleep comfortably until like three, two or three. And there don't be nothing wrong. I just be up, Twitter, tick, TikTok, 85 South Show on YouTube. Just like. So what, what, they, what that usually means, something I've been reading about, is that your, your rhythms are off. So your cortisol levels are supposed to match the rhythm of the sun. So the sun goes down, your your cortisol levels are supposed to go down so you can go to sleep. The problem is your cortisol levels aren't going down when the sun goes down. So basically, yeah, so your signals are kind of off. Remember I was telling you about how my nutritionist was telling me that my hunger signals are off? So I have to eat even though I don't feel hungry because my body doesn't know it's hungry until it's starving. Right. <laughs> Um, which is why I have a habit of not eating. I won't eat till later in the day because my body doesn't tell me, my body doesn't know it's hungry yet, even though it's starving for nutrition, right? Um, when, you, when you're um, not getting the proper um, cortisol levels during, throughout the day, it's messing up your ability to sleep at the right times. Yeah. So it's usually so something to do with that. I think you like, there's a book called Eat. Not, uh, I talk about Eat Smarter, but the same author has a book called Sleep Smarter, and I also recommend that. Both available in audiobook and ebook if you don't like to read page by page. But um, definitely recommend those uh, books because I want people to know that fitness is also a part of not just exercise, but it's also nutrition and it's also sleeping and it's self care. How do you de-stress? What are healthy ways that you're de-stressing? And de-stressing, de-stressing and escaping aren't the same thing, by the way. No, I don't know. And that, you know, and like to, you know, to, to piggyback on that, like my sleep, when I, when I get it, oh baby, it's the best thing popping. But like, <laughs> I just don't like to sleep. That's my problem. I just don't, I try to stay awake. I hate sleeping. Listen, like when I sleep, it'd be like two or three hours. Are we up? What, what are we going to do? What, you want to go work out? You want to watch TV? You want to watch? I, I sleep in sections. I'll go to sleep. And that's the reason why I ride my bike so much because it helps me sleep. So I'll go to sleep. If I go to sleep at, and I do this sometimes because they'll be texting me and, and I, it'll be like eight o'clock and then I'll fall asleep and then I'll wake up about 11 and now I'm up till three. Up and be, and be in good spirits. He ain't like, oh, oh yeah. Wide awake. I'm wide awake. Yeah, like you know, back then, like um, I'm a, I take a little nap at five, wake up at like nine or ten, I'm be up all night. Oh fuck! Now I be like, shit, I'm up all night. Let's get it, shit. Let's let's find some shit to look up. Let's let's research. <laughs> like, and that 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 be my thing. Like I just be up. Nothing don't be bothering me. Like my mind be clear. I 
like like I like I tweeted the other day, like my I'm in a in a great headspace mentally. I just be up looking up business stuff or just getting inspiration from fellow like people I, I follow or just tweeting, talking shit while everybody else sleep. But it's one of those things where it's like I have like I, I'm like I said before, I'm I'm just at peace and like when I be sleep, I'm like I'm missing out on something. <laughs> that's how I feel. That's that's literally that's but you know, but how sleep, I but sleep, I uh, you know, uh, as well as nutrition. Like I'll try to call my home, uh, try to call my home girl. I'll send her text messages, but she lives in Miami, so I have to remember y'all three hours ahead of us down there in Florida. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, because when I went to Miami, I was up like I normally be, and I'm texting people back here in Portland. It's I don't know four in the morning, and or it's probably seven in the morning in Miami. That means it's four in the morning or four in the morning here. Yeah, and I'm like, why everybody ain't nobody text me back? I'm like, oh shit, everybody sleep. Everybody sleep, but I'm not sleep. You know, so new, the sleeping part and rest, rest is very important part of like, like exercise and nutrition. And, yeah. But it's, it's it's difficult, and especially for people because we have to remember um, a lot of people that are trying to work out things like they might have a family at home or they have a job. Like yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's hard to you know because a lot of people go to the gym before they go to work. Yep, I can't do that. I'll be sleepy. I go after work and other people are like, man, you ain't tired when you get off of work. That's the only way my brain can make it make sense that when I get off of work, I can work out as long as I need to. Yep. I got all day. I got all night after I get off work. The, the, the bag is got. Now I can go get my personal physical thing going on. So it's, it's, it's it just a lot of it has to do with the person. And that's why I was saying, like, before somebody can, you know, people look at Instagram and they start talking about, you know, losing weight and they start doing these cleanses and all these things. And it's like, you got to get your mind right first before you start thinking about even working out, you know, you fuck around you know, and get hurt in that gym. And I, I want to, you know, I want to, I'm sorry, go ahead, coach. Go ahead. No, no, you're the guest. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying people be trying to do these, like I said in my tweet, the get slim quick schemes and then they find themselves mm-hmm. crashing out on day two. But yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'd be dehydrated you know, as hell or sick or, you know. You know, one thing that I had to, I learned when I first uh, started beginning my healing process, both physically and emotionally and psychologically, mm-hmm. um, a few years ago, um, and most of you guys know my story, I was like 320 pounds um, and depressed and hated myself. <laughs> and, you know, the way that I began to lose my weight was before I even exercised or thought about changing my diet. Literally, all I did was meditate and do affirmations every single day. That was just to get my mind right. Naturally, I began to eat better. Just I felt better because when you feel better, you do better. People don't think about that too. A lot of our eating and our bad eating is connected to our stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether we yeah. want to admit it or not. It's convenient. <clears throat> right? Right. And what is the cheapest, quickest high you could possibly get? What's going to give you that quick dopamine hit? A honey oh, bun, man. McDonald's a donut, or, yeah. McDonald's, yeah, right? Big Mac, so, yeah. exactly. So, we, we, felt, we felt shitty all day. Boss yelled at us. The kids, you know the kids ain't washed no damn dishes by the time you got home. So, you stop at the <laughs> McDonald's. I have so many friends that literally stop and eat fast food on their way home or in the car and then go in the house and make dinner for the kids, right? Right, right. Um, right. I have so many people who've told me that's how they that's how they operate because we we are so stressed out we're burned out and we're trying to find the things that make us happy and then there's also so many of us that just don't know what's healthy we some people think just purely by eating at home you could be you making sloppy joes and spaghetti but you think you eating healthier right 
Um, but people think that. And I, I learned that, too, that people really don't know. So understanding your body, understanding your mind, all these things are important. Meditating and doing affirmations helped me a lot because it helped me retrain my thinking. And also retra- basically reprogram my subconscious mind. So what that means, is, this isn't magic. I, I, I'm not even religious so, or, or at all, <laughs> not even a little bit. So don't, don't think I'm talking about some, you know, witchcraft or some shit. I'm not. Um, I, and I'm not no new age shit either. I'm talking about actual science. Meditation literally has medical neurological effects, positive impacts on your Absolutely. brain. Absolutely. One of the things we don't understand is how our subconscious mind works. We've been told by other people, by society, by family members, maybe by teachers, we weren't good enough our entire lives, especially if you're black, right? Even if they didn't say it out loud, we were oft, often in circumstances where we felt that way. We watched something on TV that made us feel bad about our, our bodies or ourselves. A lot of that stuff is in our subconscious and we don't realize it. We tell ourselves in our conscious, oh, I can do it. But deep down, you don't think you can do it. And guess what? Your brain is literally going to confirm what you already believe. So it's now your body's going to say, oh, no, you don't. You can't do it. You can't do it. I don't know why you think you can do it. You can't do it. So what you have to do is reprogram that. The way you reprogram that is literally by saying certain things out loud over and over and over again. And this is what it eventually will begin to impact your subconscious brain. So now your brain has another way of thinking. Because right now it's sort of stuck in this one mode. But if you can retrain your brain, reprogram that subconscious part of your brain, it literally has an impact on your behaviors afterwards. So meditation and all that was how I started. And then I naturally began to just do better. And then after that, I began to, I said, oh, I feel better. Let, actually, let me take this seriously. Let me focus. Then I got serious with my diet. I didn't even exercise. I fucking hated exercise. I'm just now getting back into exercise. But I definitely focused on my nutrition after that. I cut out the carbs. I cut out the sugar. I cut out the processed foods. I had to cut out a bunch of shit. But I also learned a whole new way of eating. I know how to eat and cook with whole foods now. Now, I'm not going to lie. It's some work. But I play a little extra and get to get my shit pre-chopped um, if I can. But, you know, but getting your mind right, like Kenny said, that's the big part. Because you can't do any of those other things if you're constantly putting yourself down and you don't even realize that's holding you back. All that negative shit people tell you, oh, people talking shit about me, motivated me. No, it don't. That shit, that's no, a lie. No, it don't. That's a bunch that, of bullshit. <laughs> we know it's bullshit. You know, my cousin teased me and bullied me and I, I got right. So I'm going to tease and bully other people into getting right. That that shit don't work. Because if it worked, you wouldn't be trying to hurt other people. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But so getting your mind right is super. That's the, the most important part because don't shit else work unless your mind does. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, Like I told you when we first started, like, you got to really fall in love with this process. I can't do it for you. All I can do is supply you the, the blueprint. You have to take. Everything in consideration, like, okay, I got to sleep, I got to eat, I got to do this properly, I got to work out. And when I do work out, give it 110%. And so that's just how I, like myself, like, even with me being a trainer, like, I I push myself, all right, we got to, you know, let's go up a little bit more this week. Let's, let's, let's keep the pace, but go harder, you know what I'm saying? And some people have a hard time doing that. Some the the normal person like how how Kenny was saying like when you an athlete you play all the sports you're being told keep going like yeah yeah keep chopping them you can't stop it's, you're not allowed to stop get get your ass up and, like the, the whistle don't the play don't start till the whistle blows like that type of play so it's like it's one of those things where like you have to just you have to know your limits you can't look at the man to the left of you or to the right of you and be like I'm gonna follow 
his protocol. Like, nah, mm-hmm. what he or she does, that's them. And you be wondering, like, damn, they be in the gym all day. Or then they work out every day. And then when you find out their why, you be like, oh, okay. So what's my why? And so you got to find out what your reason to work out and what what pushes you to get out that bed or what pushes you to get up, you know, to to keep going. What's your, what's your why? It ain't got to be fitness. And that's the biggest thing. Like, besides health and fitness on my end, it's, it pertains to life. Like, what's your why? What's your reason? You know what I'm saying? Outside of this fitness shit for me, my why is my family. I'm big on family. And so yeah. I push this shit because I want to take care of my mom and my siblings. You know what I'm saying? And also provide for my future family. Like, I want to be able to give my children and my future wife, like, hey, I put the work in so y'all ain't got to do all that extra shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where you just you just have to go harder for you because you want the end result. So when that when everything comes out how you want it to, how God let it out for you, it'll be all right. But some people, they have a- and, that, and that's exactly how I see it. Like I have, my brother just had a little boy. I have a nephew. He's almost six months. And I was over there. I go over there and see my nephews all the time. My daughter's 17, so she's kind of doing her own thing. But yep. my nephews are all, they're all 11 and under. So I'll go over there and wrestle with them. And I thought about, I was like, man, I'm in pretty damn good shape, man. I'm tearing these kids up, man. They ain't wearing me out. But, you know, I said to myself, you know, I just turned 40. My nephew was just born. Yep. I said, no, nah, I'm going to be here to see him turn 40. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I got to do what I, I got to do what I got to do to make sure I take care of me so that one, I'm not sick. You know what I'm saying? Because my parents are still around. My dad's in great shape. You know, uh, my dad is. I don't know. This guy has a, a stomach made of iron. This dude can eat a steak at 10 o'clock at night, not have any issues. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's 63, you know, and he rides his bike a lot. And, you know, so I'm like, OK. I always check on my elders, so I check on my uncle, and I'll ask him, like, hey, you know, what's what's going on with your health? Oh, I mean, I'm good. You know, I, doctors say I might need to cut back on the salt, but, you know, my pops, I mean, what's going on with the health? Because now is when the genetic stuff start kicking in. Mm-hmm. You know, once you turn 30, 35, 40, that's when the genetic stuff is going to start kicking in. So if there's any type of high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, uh, heart disease, all these things matter. Correct. So what can I do? And this is how my mind works. What can I do to mitigate those factors? Well, I don't have to smoke cigarettes. I never did. I don't drink alcohol. I don't even smoke weed. But, you know, two people that do, that's that's fine. Because ain't nobody going to smoke weed like they do smoke cigarettes. So I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't lead a reckless lifestyle. There's no recreation drugs. There's no crazy food. Like I, like I said, I'll have a donut every now and then or I'll have a, some orange juice or a soda, but I'm not going overboard. You know what I'm saying? And I go to the doctor. I go to the doctor. Say it again, black well. man. Say it again. Yes. Tell these black men. I go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. I just came back from the doctor Wednesday. They told me my blood pressure was great. 137 over 79. He was like, cut back on the salt a little bit. Uh, lay back on the, because I get migraines. He said, lay off the Excedrin. If you need something different that don't have that caffeine in it, we got you. That'd be my doctor. He he was like, your blood pressure. I'm like, bro, like, I haven't. I'm anxious when I come to the doctor's office. Y'all be yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's what I told my doctor. Yeah, he be like, "Your blood work is fine, like everything is fine, but your blood pressure." I'm like, "Brother, as a black man, I'm in here scared, shit, scared." Cause like y'all, cause they, I tell y'all, I kid y'all not, the little uh, the blood pressure thing they put around your arms. Yeah, I can't feel them. And so, right, right. right. <laughs> What's going on, like doctor? Do you see my arms, brother? I have big ass, like muscular arms like you gotta put you gotta do something else he'd be like 
we gotta draw blood. And so they draw blood. Yeah, your 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 levels. I'm like, doc, I know. Do I? I ask them all the time. Do I have cancer? No. Right. Do I have testicular problems? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's a serious question. You have to ask these questions. Like, I'm like, doc. I can handle blood pressure. Like, are you stressing? I'm like, yeah, right now. In the dollar store. Right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, do you smoke? I'm like, yeah. Like, do you smoke a lot of weed? I'm like, dog, yes. I'm a trainer. I have to smoke. <laughs> you got to relax. You got to relax. Because I was literally smoking like five minutes ago. I mean, and weed is not, weed don't raise your blood pressure. Weed actually lowers your blood, it actually lowers your blood pressure. I was going to say, I, I thought it was lowering my No, it, it lowers your blood pressure. But the thing, the thing about it is, my whole thing is, you know those things that they say. Oh, you know in the black community, you need to be be careful because of high blood pressure and diabetes. And I don't want to. I don't. I want to mitigate. And you know what's funny? I was talking to my doctor on the phone because when they did all the blood pressure stuff, I, they said, "Oh yeah, the doctor's gonna be getting a hold of you." I'm thinking they're gonna call me on the phone a day later. I was like, "Oh okay, well when they gonna call? Oh they're gonna call you right now." I'm like, "Oh word!" Mm-hmm. So they get on the phone and they don't know that I know these things. So I tell them immediately. Look, I already know. My grandfather did not die from anything except that brother ate bad. You know what I'm saying? My grandmother died from cancer, but she'd been smoking cigarettes since she was 12. Okay. And they all, and yet, and still, they still live. My grandmother passed away. She was 77. My grandfather was 67, but he had a horrible diet. You know what I'm saying? And then you, when the doctor asked you don't questions about your family, I said, I said, brother, on both sides, there's cancer and heart problem. I said, yeah. with that, it's just they ate how they ate back then. Yep, yep. Back then, I said, I, as a black man, do not want to have any issues when it comes right. to testicular health. Right. Issues when it comes to my 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 cardi cardio my cardi cardiovascular health. I don't want right issues with that. I want to be able to like if you say layoff. He, my dog always tell me, he say stop stop stressing. I said, um. I say it's not like I'm everyday stressed and just like I hate coming into the doctor's office because yeah, yeah. just don't know. But then you get that clean bill of health, you be like, oh, all right. We go go straight to the store and buy a donut. <laughs> but it's one it's one of those where it's like you you want to always make sure that you're good on all levels because it's people crapping out like oh, daily, black men, black women, but heavy on the black men because these like these niggas out here, man, they they eat terrible. They smoke all this crazy shit. Take all these crazy ass drugs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Drink under a table. Like me, I'm a drinker. I'm a social drinker. But I'm more of a like a habitual like smoker. Like it's it's a way of life. I mean, we have to actually think about this for our diet. Like you know, think about it. Even in our culture, we talking about hip hop culture. Yeah, we always talking about drinking something or smoking something. And these days, or popping something. And these days, they talking about drinking lean. Oh, and let's, and let's talk about the, even the pop and stuff like people don't think about these things, but it's not just the impact of the pill itself. It's as far as like what you're taking it for. Like, oh, I want to get high or whatever. What the pill is made of causes a lot of kidney and liver. Problems. Oh, yeah. That's why yeah. you can't take too much Tylenol. Yeah, literally. Yep. You cannot. Yep. If you do, if you take too much of it, it fucks up your liver. And a lot of the things that these um, pills are made out of cause other problems in your body. So even if the drug is in there, what the pill is made of that makes it a pill can yep. cause problems in your body. Yeah. So yeah, your health, what I love hearing about hearing you two talk about though, is hearing black men talk about how they want to take care of themselves and their health because they can take care of other people. They can be there for their families. Well, like Dominique um, said, you want to make, ter- make sure your testicular is good because this is the thing. 
when you got high blood pressure, what's the first thing that ain't gonna work no more? That dangling. You see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and this is just science. And, and, this is just and, health and, and science. I mean, you, it ain't gonna work no more because they're gonna put you on high blood pressure pills. Yeah. yeah. My commercial. If you, if you listen to them, them commercials, that for them for, for what it's called Viagra, it may cause health issues. May try, may cause. You see, I don't want that dysfunction. So it's like you don't hear that, but like stress plays a factor. <laughs> like you know what. Let's talk about stress, but let's talk about. I know everybody hates this word now because I'm I'm actually trying to find another word to say it, but because but this this definitely correlates with the conversation even around health and um, blood pressure and diabetes and things like that. Because the reality is this: even if black people ate healthier, we're still at higher risk of a lot of these diseases. So now, what that means is you have to work twice as hard. And I hate to say it, but it's reality, right? Because literally, we are still more likely, even with a healthy diet, to die of heart disease and diabetes. And that's a big, um, that's a big deal. That's a lot. But what they don't tell you is this. And this is the word, trauma. I sincerely believe that of the reason why... Our health is even when, even when we control for a healthy diet that our blood pressure is so high and we're still more likely to get diabetes is because of that trauma. Because what we do know is that I talked, <clears throat> I talked earlier about cortisol. What we do know is cortisol, which is a stress hormone. That's why if you increase the number of uh, cortisol that you have in your system when you're in a fearful situation. So if you're stressed, um, you're fear for your life. Um, you were enslaved for 300 years, you know, things like that, right? And they cause, what happens is this cortisol floods your system. And cortisol is only supposed to be there to help you fight or flee from a situation. Glucose is supposed to pump so that way you can have more, glucose is supposed to pump into your muscles so you can have more strength, right? This is what's supposed to happen when you're under stress. But what the problem is when we're constantly getting these chemicals flooding our system because of all of the stress we're constantly going through and we're not getting any relief, it's causing long-term health problems. Correct. And I and and epigenetics is real. What does that mean? That means that the trauma is literally passed down genetically through your DNA expression. You can Google this if you don't believe me. It's called epigenetics, E-P-I genetics, right? So when I talk about we talk about focusing your health and your in your business on targeting the black community. I think what people need to understand is how dire that really is. It's more than just exercise and eating. It's also how we're coping with our traumas. It's, one of the things I appreciate it is uh, with you, Dom, is our very first session we exercised, we did all of our workout, and then we sat down and you talked to me. We talked. Yeah. And we talked about what my goals were. We talked about what it was, you know, uh, talking about my, you know, mental health and physical, uh, emotionals, all that stuff. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is really dope. I never had a trainer who actually talked to me about anything other than the exercise we were doing on the mat. Mm-hmm. And so that, that part of it, we have to understand as black people. And that's why I wanted to really highlight your, what you do, because I don't think people understand the seriousness of getting our health in order. And it's more than just, you know, losing weight. When we focus on the weight, we're not focusing on the problem. And a lot of what we believe about our bodies isn't even true. I had a doctor that told me, um, she did, she was, I was looking at the BMI chart and she was like, this is an Indian lady. She told me that, that BMI chart is stupid and doesn't work. It doesn't apply to everybody. She said, think about it. She said, a Samoan is naturally bigger. A Tonga is naturally bigger. And they've lived on their islands for hundreds of thousands of years without mm-hmm. health problems. <laughs> yeah. So, so how come... How would how they would not fit into this BMI chart? This BMI chart is fit for Europeans. They're skinny. 
<laughs> they live in the fucking you know snow and shit, right? <laughs> like they they're all like they don't have the same type of bodies that we do. So they're basing this chart off of something that has nothing to do with you in the first place. She said, "Girl, you have a bigger build. You have bigger. I, I'm big up top. That's just naturally how I was built. Some of us are bigger at the bottom. Some of us have you know. So just naturally, it's going to be that way. Exactly. Yeah, we can tone it. We can get smaller. But the important thing is what." makes us healthier and feel better in our bodies and that's what I just wanted to say all that because I just felt like a lot of what we're talking about can get lost and go over people's heads unless we really highlight the key points of what you guys are saying in these conversations and the key thing that you're doing in your work yeah and like like I when I uh, that that aspect of talking to my clients was like one it was added because um I watched the other podcast called I am athlete with Brandon Jennings, Brandon Marshall, Ocho Cinco, Shannon, Fr- Shannon Crowder, and Fred Taylor. And either before the episode starts or after it starts, they have this thing called "What's Your Mental Fitness?" Like, how how's your mental? And they all vent to one another. Like, they give it like one out of five. I mean, one out of thing, one out of ten. They, they they do. Yeah, one out of ten. And you know, the majority are giving like you know average answers, and they explain why. And so I said that'd be a dope concept to bring to my business to like talk to my people and make it relatable. Cause like like I today even it's even before Vita, but like anybody, I try to create that therapy style like session. Cause sometimes we'll work out, and me and Vita be working out. We'll just talk for like ten five minutes between sets, and then get back to it. Or after the session, talk for 10, 20 minutes after the, like, and then, you know, tell her, you know, be safe, have a great week. And, like, I always end our conversation with anybody, have a safe week, have a great week, you know what I'm saying? If anything bothering you, concerning you, feel free to call. And you let us text you and when I'm whining, <laughs> tell you that I'm dying and that you're an asshole. <laughs> but it's like, I try to change the the narrative of, like, a trainer. Cause like, you know, the trainers now, they... They want the money. They first they, they beat you across the head when it comes to the prices, and then when they beat you across the head, they give right. you these, these half-ass half-ass workouts. And like with me, I make my stuff affordable because you know I always say the blessings gonna come back tenfold, no matter what. You know I don't often to charge uh, this one person five hundred dollars for twelve sessions. Like no, nah, that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Cause like it's one of those things we gotta be realistic. And you know when it comes to like being a, a a fitness trainer of any sort and it rather be for for training or for nutrition or whatever you have to you know be reasonable because people the common folk don't have five hundred dollars or the common folk don't have people think they can people automatically gonna think i learned i had to learn for myself you're not going to train these high-end clients out the rip out the gate you have to get out your mind unless you was brought into a situation where you was brought up under somebody he was a protege and they brought you with these big name clients. That's cool. But for the average hustler like myself, I'm with the common folk. Like I said, for me, people who look like me, people who work nine to fives, people who who really have lives outside of fitness, I make it affordable to where you can come, get you a training session and a therapy session in the same building. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, being realistic with your prices is also about being... Um, honest about who your target demographic is because if you're trying to target people who you if you claim you want to help black people get better and get healthier a lot of us don't make six figures that's just the reality of it right 
Um, but what we I mean, of course, we can spend a little bit. You, you still have to run a business. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, being realistic about who you're going to reach and how much it's going to cost. And also, I've also had trainers who came up with group deals and things like that. Okay, I understand. Maybe one person can't afford me for a whole hour. But what if you got three of your friends and I could train all three of you guys? You guys can split the costs, right? Yeah. Um, so there's there's different ways to make these things work if you really want to help. You have some people, they have certain training. In fact, there's a lady I know, she does personal training. Her personal one-on-one training is a little costly. But she has other options for people yeah. who don't have the money. She has videos. She has groups. She has all these other things for people. So if you really want to help people then you have to be able to be flexible with what your with, with what your demographic can do. I'm going to ask you this question. We're going to wrap soon. Um but I want uh, but I really wanted to um kind of get into what you bring to the fitness industry. So what is it that you specifically bring with your business um into the fitness industry and in particular to the personal training industry? So what do you do that's different? What do you bring to that space that wasn't there before? I bring originality. I bring real. I bring, you know, relatable, you know, topics, relatable content, relatable. Just like me, cause like me, you don't see you, when you see a big guy like me, you see a big guy that's coaching football or coaching some kind of team sport, and that's their only lane. Like me, I'm versatile. Like I, I can train you tomorrow, and then train a whole softball team on Monday. Or I can do one. I can do a group session with five mamas, or I can do a whole group session on Zoom with with all my big fellas. Like I try to bring originality, and my mission. I always said it when I first started this business. I said I'm going to be the first plus size uh, influencer slash trainer in the industry, and I'm going to make a lot of money off that because you don't see guys that look like me talking about health and fitness and what i'm uh, under my like an under minor project like i'm letting y'all know first like i i gained weight for a reason to like show people like it can happen and like right now i'm showing y'all i can lose that motherfucker and (sighs) i'm i'm about to get real real slim in a few like not not like skinny skinny but i'm gonna show you like how to really like tone up but keep your 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 formula because my cousin Who's a trainer, personal trainer? He's put me on this new this new diet plan, this new workout plan, you know, and making me, you know, become more agile. But like at the same time, what I want to bring to my platform and with this this gift that God gave me, I'm gonna show people like you can do it. The work is evident, but it can be done. It's not hard. And like I tell you, like I'm gonna bust your ass. We gonna work. <laughs> oh, he will. He definitely puts you to work love it you're gonna love the process not be like man i gotta go i gotta train with coach down tomorrow or i gotta try i gotta i gotta work out like i look i want you i don't i want folks to be to look forward to work out with me because they know you know you're gonna get a good a good workout session and good conversations afterwards you know so i want i want to to make it to where like like i always tweet about like your mental fitness is important your physical fitness is important your your emotional fitness is important, as well as your spiritual fitness. Once all those are tens across the board, everything else is gonna gonna fall in line. And when people understand, like, when it comes to fitness, you have to understand that it starts with you. Nobody else can want it. 
And Absolutely. once you feel, build that confidence or build that, that, that strength to be like, okay, I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to do this for my family, whoever the case may be. But I'm going to do it for me first because... Like you, like you said, you start seeing a change. Like I told you, I see you get slimming. The, you know, you start slimming down now. And then you, once you start seeing it, you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to love this process. And so I want to create a, a, a platform or create a space where people could come and talk to me about anything under the sun, all while getting a behind kicked <laughs> in the trap. So I, 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 do, and this, I love yeah, I love what you um, said, and I love your answer. Yeah. And I'm going to add to that, you know, as far as what I feel that you're bringing to the space. And you highlighted it, you know, being, you know, you talked about putting your whole self in it to where you're going to be an example. And I've never seen a trainer do that, ever, ever. you know. No. Um, but also what I feel like you bring to it is this positive um, energy, but not just, like, on some corny shit, because you do bust our ass. Like, that shit's fucking hard as fuck sometimes, right? But... What he does is, but the thing that's so interesting is he's, I think you bring such a motivational spirit that it makes me want to try even the shit that I didn't think I could do. So by the time we were working out, I had already been doing the stuff that you had, you know, in the um, chart that you had sent me for daily exercises. And I was doing them every day. And by the time we were doing them together, like I already knew what to do. And I saw what my strengths were. I was able to get through the entire count. I was able to do all the time, whatever it was. And I'm really um, proud of myself. So when you have, when you motivate us and you motivate me in particular, I think it's, that's what keeps us going. Like my thighs are fucking sore. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. You know, Um, they're, they're fuck. Oh my God. I shouldn't have said that shit. Um, (laughs) But you know, but my point is that it's not like you're saying, hey, you know, it's it's okay to not care about your, your body. You're saying, no, love your body regardless of what it looks like right now because you're going to get it right just by doing what you're supposed to do, taking care of yourself, loving yourself, you know, because that's another part you talk about. You know, one thing I love, too, is you not only are you showing us your progress yeah. and your process, yeah. but you're showing us you loving yourself through that process. You brag about how good you look. Like, you look good now. When you get to whatever your goal is, you know, you're going to be looking great then as well. But you look good now. You can praise yourself now and praise your accomplishments for how hard you worked in the gym that day. Maybe you did a five extra push-ups more or five extra pull-ups or whatever. The things that you weren't doing before. And so, and you know, and maybe that's your win. Maybe this week, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't. I didn't weigh myself this week. And I'm gonna tell you the truth. That's really hard for me because I literally have been weighing myself every single day. By the scale, I know. I live by the scale. I would weigh myself every single solitary day mm-hmm. um, since I was like eight. Not even gonna lie to you. But you know, I've done a lot to um, try to change that in myself. So sometimes I've been having these bouts of you know trying to stay away from the scale. But right now I'm staying away from the scale. And I paid attention to how I felt in my body. I've been more proud of myself. My win maybe isn't at the scale. My win is the fact that I hate exercise with a fucking passion. And I got my ass out there to exercise every fucking day. I even exercised on my rest day. Not too much because I didn't want Donna to tell me to sit my ass down again. But because <laughs> I almost hurt my arm trying to do some push-ups. Um, but I definitely try to exercise every day. And this is coming from a person. And then the thing that's so interesting so good though is your exercises don't take all day what you sent me literally takes me 30 minutes max mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And for but in, in our minds, it feels like it's at least for people who hate to exercise. You know, it feels like this is a lot and it's too much. But when you are a person who you know who's now in it, it feels so good. Like my day, my day is amazing every time I get on the floor and I exercise. So that's what to me. That's the impact that you have. That's what you bring to the industry because I have not had a trainer who did that. I never had a trainer who focused on where my goals were and what where my strengths were and knew how to push me. We started off doing five when our first session. Last session we were on ten. I don't know what you got me. I don't know what you got me doing next week. I think I did fifteen on some things, right? So, so get ready for Sunday. Get ready for Sunday. Don't worry. <laughs> but. Sunday, but I, I will. I, I probably will. I cussed you out last time, mm. but um, but you know, to me, that's what you bring, and I think that's what people need. Where can people find you? Where can they get the type of training that I feel like I'm getting from you? Man, they can come talk to me on Instagram, like I said before, Coach underscore Dom Dh. Follow me on Twitter at Dom the D A Trainer on on Twitter. Um, the same way. Yeah, it's you can follow me, and you are gonna see <laughs> Instagram Coach Dom and Twitter Coach Dom are two different people. However, you get the you get the real Coach Dom on Twitter because I'm gonna talk my shit all while pressing health and fitness and motivating my people all while talking my shit about just everyday life and just current events. But yeah, it's come follow me, man. We we here, we lit, and like. Everything is in place. God been working in in in, in the mysterious in mysterious ways, and everything is coming together. Everything I prayed for and I work towards is coming together, and I'm loving that for myself. But it's also going to help me create a better space, a give a give a better product to to current and potential clients. So, yeah, follow me, guys, and I'll I'll take care of you. What's your um? If people want to, maybe they don't want to be on social media. Do you have an email that they can hit you up at? You can you can contact me at dominate dot hustle at gmail dot com. You can email okay all that yeah. yeah. So ask him your questions. Find out what inquire about his uh, prices and deals. I know he has some. He has a summer special going on. That's what I caught in on because I'm, right, I'm kind of plans available. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So and this is an independent black business. So people who so people who are like oh, I'm looking for black businesses to support. Here's one. Um, and I appreciate you so much for uh, joining us, Coach Dom. I appreciate you for the work that you do. And I also appreciate you posting what you post and showing us your confidence so we can build up our own. So thank you. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate any, any final thoughts? Um, honestly, just like I tell you all the time, protect your, protect your peace, protect your energy. Love on yourself a lot more than the world tends to turn it back on you. Just... Take care of your mental. That's the biggest thing. It's not even about fitness. Because, you know, we get real psychological on the on our Zoom calls. But, like, you have to take care of you. And once you take care of you, everything else falls in place. But, yeah. Mm. That's it. I love it. You take care of you and everything else will fall in place. Thank you again so much, Coach Dom. I appreciate you. Thank you to all of my champagne sharks that are listening. And make sure that you follow us on our Patreon and our Instagram, our Patreon, our Twitter, (laughs) and everything else. All you have to do is go to ChampagneSharks.com or just Google Champagne Sharks. Ain't shit else named that. Um, Listen to T in the promo if you missed out on anything I just said. You guys have a great one.